Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Here we go. Here now with all of today's cruise and travel news and a bit of commentary. It's the guru of the seas himself, Tom Drake. It is indeed himself back on, uh, back at it on a very early uh, Monday morning. It is dark. We are at sea on board the beautiful Oceana insignia, live from the card room. Uh, We're on our way to Apia, I think it's called, Apia, Samoa. Yesterday we were in American Samoa. I did not step foot onto American Samoa, so maybe I will today. Busy, busy time for me on board. Uh, had my my fourth show the night after, night before last. Uh, in addition, my stand-up show, I have nine guests performing in the Rising Stars comedy stand-up show performing their own original material with help uh, by me and my uh, play six act play or six scene play called Tales in the Lounge Room all coming up in the next three days. Uh, Chicken with my head cut off and any other cliche you want to pump in there but still time still time for the podcast on this uh, Monday morning. Like I mentioned we are on our way to uh, Appia uh, yesterday on the way to America, American Samoa, we got who? We got bummed around in the middle of the night, man. It got pretty nasty. Uh, uh, so far, so far, uh, it's pretty good on the way in, but it was a bit of a rough ride. And it uh, rained on and off yesterday in uh, American Samoa. Very green because it rains all the time, very much uh, dom- like Dominica or Dominica. I didn't get off. Uh, not much here. It was a Sunday. Uh, stores were closed. Uh, whatever. It's probably a rainforest. Yeah, I'm a jaded. I'm a jaded, I'm a jaded, I'm a cynical, and I don't really care. So maybe I'll jump off later on today just to say I put my feet on the ground in uh, Samoa. It's going to get confusing for me because we are actually losing <laughs> uh, a day. We're going to cross the international date line. So I'm actually going to be saying it is uh, it is the 6th of uh, February when it's not, it's going to be the seventh because we're going to lose an entire day. It is so confusing to me, but this podcast will operate on Eastern standard time. I'm always desperate to get it up by no later than nine in the morning, Eastern standard time. We're now six hours behind, but we're about to go one day behind. We're losing. I don't know. It's very confusing, but I'll continue to lie to you. And I'll tell you it's this day when it's not where I am, but where you are, it is. And oh boy. Uh, let's get to it. I thought it was going to be a uh, meatloaf, Mon- Monday meatloaf uh, podcast. By the way, email address is thedrakepodcast at gmail.com. Thedrakepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks to Barbara and Lenny and Ed and, oh, boy, number one stringer. Stories flying in here. I appreciate all the help. Prayers for the military, our military men and women, whatever you are. Other military, the United Kingdom involved in trying to end this ridiculous uh, hoodies, no blowfish operation in the Red Sea. I had a chance to finally look at the map 
And I see the problem now. If you're on the other side and you're trying to get, uh, if you're down where we are and you want to get to uh, uh, Europe in that area, you want to go to the Red Sea and uh, Suez Canal, and now now the options are limited. Now, uh, I don't know what's going to happen here. They wouldn't tell me. Uh, I have no idea, but uh, unless things get better, they're going to end up having to skip uh, a lot of ports in Europe and go to Africa and go on the world cruise I'm talking about. So it's a mess for everybody. Uh, The United States and Britain carried out large-scale military strikes on Saturday against multiple sites in Yemen. And there are people in America going, hey, you know, we should exercise restraint. We want to. Just stop firing those lame-ass missiles. Just forget it. But as long as they keep doing it, we send in our planes, Tomahawk missiles. Uh, we're nailing everything. And what are you going to do? Australia, Bahrain, Denmark, Canada, the Netherlands, New Zealand, all provided support. It is a global mission to end this because it makes no sense. And while they're acting like Iranian back whack jobs, the cruise industry is screwed, and the 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 uh, freight and uh, shipping. Now I read an article that uh, was sent to me that it's a very good chance if you're all about fashion, uh, your fashion is going to be out of date by the time it gets to you because so many things are made in China and Bangladesh and India, and it's too expensive to send an air freight. It's a just a joke, um, and they hope that the continual strikes will. Tell them stop. I mean, you know, U.S., U.K., none of these countries want this. And I don't want to talk about it. But what am I going to do? It's the news. My job is to report on it. Maybe not whine about it as much, but it's very frustrating. Uh, Wash your hands. Wash your bottle. If you're a first-time listener to this podcast, because I have been pimping the podcast throughout the vessel, uh, those bottles that you carry now, the refillable bottles, if you don't wash them out regularly, uh, bacteria will build up in there. Now, you're giving yourself the bacteria, but you might make a mistake, a mistake and tell your you know member of your family, here, have some water. So wash it. And, you know, when I talk to you about norovirus, and I know it's annoying, but I have to keep reminding you, because, you know, the Cunard Queen Victoria, I think it was, had that noro out- outbreak 140 people. That's a lot. I don't know how the hell it got that far. That It involves lying when that happens. When it gets to be 140 people, there are lies involved. Lies getting on board. People lie on the, on the you know, you're asked to fill out a form. Are you sick? You lie. You get on board. You have it. You don't go see the doctor because you know you have it. And you don't stay in your room. You go out. You throw up in your room. Then you eat some more. And you're in the public bathrooms. And... To get to 140, people didn't weren't honest. So you can't do that. Now, I looked this up. I wondered, do people die? Yes, people die from norovirus, but the numbers are quite small. One in 110,000. Elderly and usually dehydrated and also have other coexisting problems. But you can be hospitalized because of severe di- uh, dehydration. And you'll end up in the emergency. Now, this happens. Don't worry about me on ships. Think about it when you go into a store. You're going you're if you haven't, you're gonna give it to half the people in publics every time you pick up something. So just act like a grown up. Happy birthday. If it's your birthday, zero people have a birthday today. I mean musically. I don't do famous people. I only do music because I like a little music to get the thing popping. 
and shopping, whatever word you want to use it for. It's, it's dark and it's early. This is crazy. Uh, maybe when we change days, I might have, I can do it at a normal time. I haven't figured it out yet. It's so confusing. But uh, Al Cooper, he never heard Al Cooper. And not Alice Cooper, Al Cooper. He was Al- Alice Cooper's driver. I think it was his birthday. And then this guy who was married to Whitney Houston. And it's, it's a, a soap opera saga with his family and everything else. And that'll wake you up. It, it's happy hour, Steve and Ellie. I want you on your feet. Bobby Brown, my prerogative. That was the take all Whitney's money and snort it up my nose. That was my problem. Alright, shut up, Bobby. A little too much. A little too much. Done. Thank you. Follow up. Follow up. I should have a follow up sound effect. Got an email from uh, one of my listeners. Ed was on the Norwegian Prima when they rescued those refugees. And he said it was quite emotional. They were severely uh, dehydrated and emaciated. They had run out of food. Uh, said there were 12. Uh, according to this, they were Cubans uh, and trying to get to the United States somehow. I guess they were trying to get to Mexico so they could come across the border that way because they can't come from Cuba to Miami, they get returned under the no more feet dry law. Uh, according to... Uh, uh, the, the email I got, one of their friends saw the boat a few minutes before the announcement about turning the ship around. So the bridge saw it, and they responded to it, and they picked them up, and they were in pretty bad shape. But they treated them medically, and they fed them. They were crying when they brought them on board. Very emotional. These poor people are just trying to get out from under that regime in Cuba. It's unbelievable. But congratulations to NCL. As I said before, that's got to be... A great feeling when you can help somebody, you know, you know, other than carrying the plate at the buffet. We do that here. <laughs> That's not the same as rescuing 12, 12 emaciated, dehydrated people. Uh, I hoped I wouldn't have to play this sound effect. I really didn't want to play this music anymore. You know what the music is, and I, you don't want to hear it. In fact, it's a- For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I want a, a softer. I want it to be an undercurrent. Or under something it's another Boeing story I don't know why I do it because I'm afraid of flying and every time I read this I get more afraid it seems now that Boeing admitted they have to do more work on 50 not yet delivered 737 MAX planes which will delay delivery because they've discovered two missed drilled holes on the fuselage you know I use it you know when I have to hang something we all do this. You know, you have to mark it with your pencil everything. It's always crooked. It's always leaning left or hanging down right, you know. You're building airplanes, people. You're building airplanes. You got to have templates, and the templates have to be even. The things have to be done right. According to uh, Boeing, this past Thursday, their supplier, which is Spirit something, Spirit Screw-Up, um, 
notified of, us of a nonconformance in some of our 737 fuselages. And I want to thank an employee at the supplier who flagged uh, this to his manager. He ratted him out. He knew about it. They're, they don't want to get in the middle of this. They were they're, they were screwed in wrong. They all were drilled wrong. Again and again and again and again and again. You're building airplanes. Anyway, they say there might be some 737 MAX already in service in the air with this problem, but it's really not related to safety. If it's not, why are you worried about it? <laughs> oh, boy. You know, I'm not Oliver Stone, but other than the federal government, can you imagine any organization being this poorly managed and poorly run? Don't you think there could be some industrial sabotage here? I mean, these guys are catching them from everywhere. Or maybe this supplier, which is was actually was part of Boeing, and they spun it off. Um, they spun it off and in Kansas, now they're thinking about bringing it back under the same umbrella, which will probably leak and have holes in it. It just seems a little screwy to me. Absolutely. I don't know if this next story, but uh, the headline is, uh, hold on a minute, because my mouse decided to take the morning off here. Hold on. Come on, mouse. Work with me here. Work with me. What are the, oh, here's the heading. Impulsive with our smartphones. Impulsive with our smart, I feel like uh, Alex Trebek. And actually, four in the morning, I sound like Alex Trebek, and you know where he is. Uh, according to this article, more and more guests are pre-booking their onboard experiences and spending money on their mobile devices because they're making it easier and easier. Uh, and this is according to Jason Liberty, the big boss at at uh, Royal Caribbean. By the way, Royal Caribbean put out these amazing numbers and their stock went down 58 cents. Uh, I don't understand that market one bit. As good as the numbers were, I guess uh, uh, Wall Street's thinking, well, they can't keep being, being that good, so they went down. According to Jason Liberty, the outsized increase in our onboard revenue over the past couple of years has been fueled by new capabilities introduced to make it easier for people to Book onboard experiences. Now, you understand a Royal Caribbean, there are many things you pay for on board, many uh, activities and recreational activities. There's a surcharge to that. And, you know, if you don't book it ahead of time, you might not get to do it. So that's part of it. But then again, shore excursions. There was a time when I started 30, year ago, 30 years ago, you didn't book anything until you got on board. And there were live presentations by the shore excursion manager on the first and the second day or on the first day. Uh, sometimes you would get a brochure and you could bring the brochure on, line up to make your reservation. Now everything's done with your smartphone and sometimes you get a little too smart and you buy up everything. He said about a third of onboard purchases are now coming through the mobile app and we already, they get 40% of their pre-cruise revenue booked ahead of time. And personally, I think that affects the level of service on board because they don't have to be as sharp and snappy uh, as they had in the past because they had to sell it to you right there. They had to convince you right there. You desperately want to spend 10 hours in the water looking, uh, uh, swimming with stingrays for two ninety nine or whatever. Now it's all done ahead of time with videos and, you know, they, they grab you. But interesting, modern technology uh, helps fuel, very important, fuel their onboard revenue. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. 
At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Heading, don't know where I'll sit, but, I, but my seat will be good. I don't know where I'll sit, but my seat will be good. If you can put it together, it's about Southwest. Southwest has announced they're, they're, they've unveiled the, their new-look interior for aircraft starting early next year. Uh, according to this article, the seats will be wider, although they wouldn't tell Dra- Travel Weekly exactly how much wider. Uh, they will be uh, more comfortable. They're by a company called Recaro. They are, they are designed for the ultimate comfort while maximizing seat width and overall support. They will have a, an adjustable uh, headrest and then armrest, and this is going to be the cat's meow. And the reason I say you don't know where you're going to sit if you've never flown Southwest or not familiar with this low-budget airline, part of the part of their uh, process is you don't get an assigned seat. And I'm still surprised they haven't changed that because they could easily, easily do what other lines do and let you choose your seat and pay $10 for a regular seat, $25 for for a uh, uh, exit row seat and $50 for the one by the door, you know, uh, the front of the plane. I don't know why they don't. I find it annoying when I do fly Southwest, but I do have a hack. You know what that means, way, right, way around the system. I don't buy their, um, you, you can buy uh, uh, for $15 something that might get you uh, uh, early boarding. And I don't buy that because when I get to the airport, I say to the ticket person, do you have a couple couple of good numbers? They charge me $40 a person, and I get an A3, an A5, A6. So my wife and I, we're on the plane first. And so there are two seats near the exit row, uh, just two, because the whole plane is 3-3. That's the configuration. We get the two very romantic Dottie and I there by the exit row. Cost me another 80 bucks each way. Uh, that's that's the hack if you fly southwest. Otherwise, you know, you might end up with uh, a boarding number of seat 39, and when you get on, all that's left is middle seats in the whole plane. And I, for $40, no, I'm not going through that. Not for $40, but some people, they can't have that extravagance. But in the meantime, everybody's going to get a new, comfortable, wide seat. And I've a lot of people that come on to southwest they need a, a wide seat. They they really do. And uh, so you're an idiot. Nice. <laughs> All right. The heading. She's going to be a nice, and she's going to be a fun. She's going to be a nice, and she's going to be a fun. Carnival cruise. <laughs> Carnival cruise line is taking possession of the Firenze. My longtime listeners know what this story is about. Carnival uh, was given ships from Costa because Carnival Corporation had no idea what to do with Costa. They were such a uh, uh, Asia and uh, Saudi-based cruise line off the beaten path, and they were we couldn't go there for all these reasons. So they already one of them, the Venetia was transferred to Carnival and became Carnival Fun Italian style. It looks Italian, has an Italian feel, but it's run by. Uh, Carnival Cruise Line because they're much more efficient than Costa. Uh, Carnival now has 27 ships in the water when you count this new one. And as I said, you know, it's uh, it's no longer wet T-shirts contest. It's hide the mozzarella, whatever you want to have fun with it. Uh, this one is 
pretty nice. The atrium is modeled after the Piazza del Domo. And the Lolito deck draws inspirations from the Italian Riviera. The ship will sail out of uh, California, Long Beach, San Pedro, doing three-day and four-day cruises. And the guru will say this. If I'm Christine Duffy, I make sure those three-day, four-day are really, really spectacular, even if the ship doesn't really make money. I know that sounds stupid. But if you can put people on a three-day and blow them away with your product, then they can't wait to buy the seven-day or the ten-day. Because many people take a three-day to see if they're seasick, to see if the food is edible, if they can handle the crowds. And if you can truly make it a fun ship with really good food and service, you'll own them. And I mentioned this uh, in a previous podcast, Carnival Corporation last year, responsible for bringing three and a half new million people... Three and a half million new people to the cruise industry. Massive. Massive when you think about the fact that only maybe 33 million people took a cruise in 2023. So they're doing great things. They really are. And I, you know I'm a fan of Carnival Cruise Line to talk about it. I wouldn't want to perform on it unless I was absolutely desperate to pay my bills. They don't... Uh, Honestly, the treatment for the guest entertainers is not something that the guru would be comfortable with. I'm better off on Crystal, if you know what I mean. And I haven't heard from my agent. I know she's trying to peddle me to Silver Sea. I think I'm going to like these small luxury ships as I get older and can barely walk. The ship will sail year-round from uh, Long Beach, California, starting April April 25th. April 25th this year, right? Yeah, what is it? Yeah, it's in dry dock right now. They're, they're straightening it out. So uh, when that comes out, hey. Uh, hey. Beautiful. And ladies and gentlemen, this is the captain from the bridge. Huh? <laughs> I know. It's dark and early in the morning. I do what I want. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Hey, here's the headline. It's the government. It's only natural we add another tax. It's the government. It's only natural that we add another tax. In this case, it's the beautiful uh, state of Hawaii, a legislative bill that died last year. Boy, that sounds so bad, but not really. When you think about a bill that's going to cost everybody money died, it should. Uh, It's getting a second life. Well, they're proposing it again. It's a green fee. Uh, it's green fee for visitors who want to go to Hawaii's public beaches, their parks, their trails, or their coastlines, and their other natural areas. And the fee is $50, okay? But that, that'll get you anything you want to go to. But if you only want to go to the beach, it's going to be $50 to go to the beach. Now, I thought, you know, I understand it. They have to maintain beaches and parks. But I think as we do it in the United States, I believe our national parks, if there's a charge, it's minimal. But it's only for that park. But I did look up, like, the city of Boca Raton for their beaches. They like to say they make the annual very, what a price I get for the annual. I'm only there three days. I know, but I got it for the year. Maybe I'll come back. I don't know. You know, maybe it rains three days. I'll stay two more. I can get it. It doesn't matter. Uh, But I looked up the Jersey Shore. And normally, if you want to go on the beach in New Jersey, it's $6 for a daily pass, $9 on the weekend. But you can get a seasonal pass uh, for $70 and only $20 if you're a senior, 62 and over. So I don't know that 50 is outrageous, but I think individual charges, there's no offer to do 
uh, you know, you're on the beach in Waikiki for three days. It's going to be 50 bucks. Well, but I'm only here three days. Well, you have to buy the pass and come back. Kind of uh, strong-arming the tourists, if you ask me. But they did have public testimony and a lot of support for it because they don't go on the beach. <laughs> they live there. They're not going on the beach. They hate the tourists. So, yeah, bang them 50 bucks. But it's just typical of, you know, government in action. But the argument is that Hawaii's natural environment is heavily used by visitors, so they should pay for it. I have no problem with that. I have a problem with that 50 gets you everything. You know, I didn't get on the beach in Waikiki. We went to lunch at Cheesecake Factory. It's very good. I see enough water, enough beaches. doesn't matter to me. And I'm not, as you know, I'm not a giant fan of Hawaii anyway. Um, I, I just think there's a lot of things in Florida just as nice, and they're not bagging me 50 bucks. Plus, I don't have to fly all that way. It's too far to go. But if you are going to Hawaii, keep an eye out for it. It's not going to start till next year if it passes. And they claim that other destinations such as New Zealand and Pal- Palu have the have same programs. Everybody does. Everybody, they charge you something. I just know about bagging them 50 bucks. That seems a little rich. Uh-oh. I'm down to the last story. This might be a Meatloaf Monday. Maybe I'll do some jokes. You never know. Because uh, I did that one. I did that one. And I did that one. Let's check the time. You busy? Stick with me. Uh, just just a minute here. I used to have a, a, a clock in front of me, but it, it was more fun to see if I could go 30, you know, without a, knowing I was going to just take a chance, you know. Headline, United We Stand, but no cell phones while you're working. Boy, I, you know I just wrote that one, right? That doesn't have any zip to it. It doesn't have any zip. It doesn't have any doodle. It has nothing. United Airlines has sharpened its onboard protocols. I love these words, don't you? Sharpened it. What, with a knife? It tightened it up, maybe. You know, um, put more emphasis. United Airlines has put more emphasis on its onboard protocols. Explicitly directing flight attendants. This is what it says. Explicitly. What, they swear at them? You stupid son of a... Put the phone down. Directing flight attendants to steer clear. Who wrote this? Steer clear of personal electronic devices while on duty. I don't need Grammarly to write that. You know, United Airlines has uh, increased their uh, increased emphasis on their onboard protocols, politely directing flight attendants to please not use personal devices while they're on duty because their duty is safety. It's not even bringing you peanuts and a, and a specimen cup full of Coke. Their real job is to make sure when it hits the fan that they're not on their phone, they're not paying attention. As an example, it was a, a, a United jet that took off from uh, Charlotte, I think it was Charlotte, on its way to Houston and suddenly had only one engine. So, you know, the pilot, if the co-pilot is on his smartphone, the pilot goes, uh, I feel like we're dragging a little. <laughs> hey, what's that smoke on the right side there? You got to be folk. Your work, it's a plane. And if you're a flight attendant, you have to be into the job. I'm always about, how about being nicer? You know, it's like from Charlotte to Houston's what, two and a half hours? You can't be cheerful for two and a half hours? We're working on a world cruise. We have to be cheerful 12 hours, 15 hours a day. Every time we're out in the public, we have to. I'm a guest entertainer, but I'm still supposed to be friendly to these people, even though they're on for six months and all they want to do is look at ruins and a fish. Uh, Anyway. They're telling them, if you mess up, well, a recent memo sent to flight attendants 
is a direct warning with potentially severe consequences. It says use of a public electronic device or accessories not permitted while customers are on board the aircraft at all, except during rest period. On these long, long flights, you know, they take turns, so you can use it then. But if you're on a two-and-a-half-hour flight, three-hour flight, you better not see the flight attendant on her phone, checking messages with her daughter or texting your girlfriend. I'll see you when I get home. Focus. Is this hard to wear? Is this much? No. I will tell you that. I have to stay on brand. It's a problem on every cruise line. It's a problem here. Uh, you know, I, I, I see people out there and they're supposed to be doing the job and somehow they got their, their cell phone under the counter and they're looking at something under the counter when they're supposed to be taking care of people. I don't rat them out. I'm no uh, cruise line guy. Uh, but according to this article, a distracted flight attendant uh, could overlook a security incident, suffer or cause injury during landing, or even unintentionally deploy an evacuation slide. That's a stretch. But... Considering the current state of aviation and Boeing, you better be on your toes every minute of the flight because you never know. A door's going to fly off, an engine's going to stop work, and a windshield's going to crack. You better have memorized the, all of the safety announcements, and you better have practiced being very, very cool. When the pilot comes on and says, ladies and gentlemen, you know, we are going to divert to another air, uh, air, airport uh, because uh, we just noticed the front wheel, the front windshield cracked. Now we have to have two windshields, but if the second one cracks, it's been nice to know you. Uh, enjoy the service. Uh, so you have to be on top of it. So good for them. Good for them. And I don't think I made 30. But look, it's Monday. How good are you on Monday? Huh? Do you get right to it? I don't think you do. I have some good stories to go through. Wonderful article I got, a review of Margaritaville at sea. You know, the Jimmy Buffett booze cruise. And what did the what did the guru tell you? It's nothing but a two-day booze cruise. And now Margaritaville at sea wants to do three-day, four-day. And you got to be a different cruise line when you do that. But this uh, reporter kind of tore up this two-day booze cruise because... I don't want to see if he's ignorant, but you got to know what you're getting into. It's a lost leader cruise line. Very inexpensive to get on, but you're going to spend money when you're on board. But you're still going to spend less than you will on a conventional cruise line. And you're there to have fun. Plus, I think the, the uh, rider was out of New York. Come on. What does a drink cost in New York now? $18, $20 in any hotel? Give it a rest. But I'll read it over. It'll be in tomorrow's podcast, which is tomorrow, but not really tomorrow. It's today, but yet it'll be. T- I don't know. I'm about to lose a whole day. I lost a week once. It was, well, when I drank tequila. Not anymore, though. Uh, thanks for all the likes, the shares, the stories. I'm way behind. I'm getting into everything. Um, if you're enjoying the podcast, please tell your friends. Um, and I'm not going to do the old hack line if you're not. You know, tell them to listen to NPR. And don't forget to check out my good friend BJ Odom, the BJ and Bill podcast. Comes out every week. Two old guys talking about old guy stuff. Two radio veterans and very entertaining and much better voices than I have. Very radio guy. Check it out. BJ and Bill available wherever you find, wherever you cast your pod. Wherever you listen to this, you can find it there. Have a good Monday. Talk to you tomorrow, whatever day it is. I'd like to lose the duck rather than the day.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.